millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You have five seconds. Sandor is proud to be a sponsor at the Sonoma International Film Festival. Thanks to SIF for 25 years of raising the bar and elevating new talent from around the world. Bringing people together through film, food, wine, and fun. That's our kind of festival. Cheers to a great year for independent cinema. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another FanDor video podcast. My name is Human. I'm here with Chris Kelly again. Hey, who? How hey, are you? Chris. Yeah, you having a good day? Having a good day. Nice. Bryn is here, Bryn? but he's hiding. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we have a really great uh, director right now. I want to introduce you guys to his movie is at the Sonoma Film Festival. His name is Grady Hall, and his film is called Winter Ball. Welcome, Grady. Thank you, guys. Good to be here. Uh, tell us what your movie's about. Uh, well, story-wise, it's about a, an American minor league ball player who thinks he's going to get called up to the big leagues, but instead gets sent to the Dominican Republic to play winter ball and find his baseball heart. Okay. Kinda. Uh, and why are, are you like a major baseball fan? Like, why did you come up with this story idea? Well, I have uh, I have baseball in my past. Actually, I played uh, professionally for a little while with the Chicago White Sox way back in the day. And part of my baseball experience was being sent to winter ball in the Dominican. And uh, it had such an impact on me, uh, just the people down there and the way they live. And uh, I kept a journal and I found it like 15 years later and started writing a book, and I hated writing a book. And a friend of mine bought me a piece of screenwriting software, and I was hooked. So, How long did you uh, last in, uh, the ba- in baseball, in, in the majors? I didn't last at all in the majors. Thanks for asking that question. Uh, <laughs> I, spent, I spent the majority of my time uh, in AAA and, and AA, most of it in AAA, and just never, never broke through. Oh, I have bad stories I can tell, but then we'll get off track and oh, sure, track. exactly. And so, and then you know, I mean, you draw from a there's a great you know uh, wealth of, of of film around the minor leagues and Bull Durham and you know sure. and then and then in, in, in baseball in general with the Natural and a number of others and and uh, you know how how did they come into play in in terms of the way that you that you conceived the the script and and put it all together. 
Well, I, I, I tried really hard not to like follow those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, they're my favorite films. And, but this, this has more of a, a, like a cultural component to it and integrates a lot of the, a lot of the Dominican Republic. It, it sort of is the main character in my mind. And as I was writing it, that's how I sort of developed the, the story in the film. And an amazing baseball culture down there, obviously. With amazing, the, yeah, amazing. With the, and that was part of the motivation too. because I was bound and determined to find out why they were so good at baseball. Mm-hmm. So, Very I cool. think, I'm not sure. Uh, how many days of shooting did it take to complete your movie? We had 30 in the Dominican and four in North Carolina shooting the in Winston Salem shooting the minor league parts. And how was that uh, going back to the Dominican Republic for you? Well, mm, good question. Uh, I love going to the Dominican. Uh, the, the people are fantastic. I have a great time every time I go down. Uh, working down there was a different beast. Um, and so there is certainly a, a manana component to their lifestyle and work. But at the end of the day, it worked out great because a lot of that got into the film, which is what I was hoping would happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what day and time is your movie showing at the Sonoma Film Festival? Uh, I'm going to have to cheat and look real quick. Uh, Thursday, the 24th uh, at noon at the San Francisco Chronicle at Vets 2. Okay. Saturday, the 26th of March at 1230 at the Sonoma Valley Museum of Art. Wow. Very cool. Are you coming to the festival? I am. I am. Have you been I have, to Sonoma? I have, I have Northern California roots. I lived in San Francisco for a number of years and then lived in Tahoe for a number of years. So I'm looking forward to getting back up. So what's your hope when people watch this film? What do you, what do you want them to walk away with after seeing it? Mm, I, I think the, the main point of it was to sort of tell people about the Dominican Republic beyond the baseball player names that they know. Because I don't think a lot of people understand where these guys come from or the situations they come out of to become the ball players that they do. And the, the, the character of the culture has a lot to do with how they play the game. So I, I hope to enrich people's understanding of like what these guys go through and what their, what their culture impact, cultural impact is on their game. And to basically fall in love with the Dominican. It's, it's a beautiful island, beautiful place and beautiful people. So, uh, okay, we got the film. I'm so curious to learn a little bit more about you in the world of baseball. Let's go back okay. a little bit. So okay. you're in the double A's, you're in the triple A's. How many years did you give it before you called it quits and moved on to your next thing? <laughs> well, well questioned. I like the wording. Um, so probably about eight years, seven years. And was there a moment that looked like it was going to happen, that you were going to get drafted to the... Tell us what happened there. Tell us about that moment. I I was a first-round draft pick out of college. I went to Northwestern University, uh, drafted by the White Sox. And I wouldn't say there was a signature moment where I realized I needed to probably move on in that I was, it was spring training. Our manager was Jeff Torborg with the White Sox. He brought me into his office and before camp had started, he asked if I had trouble with the front office at all. And I was like, like, not that I know of, I go, why do you ask? He said, well, I asked to have you brought up to the big leagues five times last year. And they kept telling me you were hurt. 
Well, that was the year I was like triple A pitcher of the year. I led the league and I was like third in the league in innings pitched. I had a great season. So I realized at that point, maybe I should find something else at some point soon, but keep going. So huh, the politics. Yeah. That. Oh my wow. that, That's horrible. <laughs> and could you, are you allowed to go to a different team or are you stuck with the White Sox? Well, what happens is when you're drafted, you basically have six years of indentured servitude with the team that right. drafts you. Right. You have no freedom. If they put you on the 40-man the roster, which is the big league roster, you're not available to any other team unless they trade you. So at my point of exposure, which would have been my third year, I was put on the 40-man and kept on the 40-man roster through that whole time. So they didn't have to do anything with me. I was basically their property until the sixth year, and then I became a free agent. And then I went on and signed and played with, the, I think it started with the Indians, and uh -huh. ended with the Orioles at some point. But by then, the wind sort of had been taken out of my sails a little. So, uh, uh, where, where did you play AAA? Uh, most of it was up in Vancouver, BC. Okay. Um, then journeyed through and played in Albuquerque. I played in Colorado Springs and then a little bit over in Rochester, New York at the end with the Orioles. I, I very much enjoy AAA. We have a AAA baseball team in Sacramento. Um, yes. I spend most of my time with the Sacramento Kings, but there's yeah. a great River Cats AAA uh, team there. It's a big cultural you know, icon in Sacramento. Um, <laughs> was, was, was A's for years and now it's Giants. Yeah. So. It's awesome. I, I love minor league baseball. Uh, two things have happened since I left. One, the, the names have gotten way better of the teams. They're <laughs> and two, the stadiums are great. Like the, the stadiums are amazing facilities these days. It'd be really yeah. cool. You know, the best thing about you, Grady, isn't your film. It isn't your beard. It isn't your hair. It's that. Although those are all impressive. You're still like a joyful person yeah. after yeah. all that's come against you. You're like, you picked yourself up and you're smiling and you seem approachable. I don't know what you're like in real life, but in this interview, you're pretty great. This is fantastic. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. only screen time. I, in person, I'm horrible. Like in person, <laughs> crotchety, angry. <laughs> All right. So what's happening with Winter Ball? Did you get distribution? Like where, where is it at now? Now that the movie's done. We, we've, we've been on the circuit a little bit, but haven't really dug deep into it. Um, we have a great relationship with Major League Baseball. Actually, we're an official licensee of Major League Baseball. We're talking with the network about once we get distribution in place, probably uh, doing some promotional work through the network and through the league. Um, and so just hoping and waiting to find like the right distribution partner for this to get it out there. So my, my friend Marika just is taking over our friend Marika, yeah. my, my friend Marika is just taking over as head of social for Major League Baseball. So uh, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll gladly uh, put, nice. put in a good word with her. Uh, yeah. I, I if, mean, if if Chris does that for you, you are so lucky. <laughs> You're going to do that for him? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's end with this. Uh, you got the great Harry Lennox in your film. We've seen him. Like, you may not know the name, but you'll know the face. The guy's yeah. been in everything. How did you get this guy? 
uh, one guilt, and I have a lot of material on him, and he has <laughs> to do whatever I ask him to do. Um, so Harry and I met at Northwestern. We both went to school there. We're both freshmen. Uh, we're both on the same floor freshman year, and so we've been we've been buddies and brothers for a very very long time. And Harry's been a part of this sort of winnowballer journey with me. Nice. Uh, I, I think he read. He was he probably read the first script I ever wrote and and help with notes and help like encourage along and he was one of the reasons i ended up sticking with it and then ended up getting it made actually so i had to have him in it like he had no choice nbc wasn't that friendly but he had no choice yeah yeah he's just such a diverse actor i mean when i look at him it's like that's the image i have for like a traditional shakespearean actor do you know what i mean yep completely agree This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, his name is Grady Hall. His film is Winter Ball. If you're at the Sonoma Film Festival, please check it out. And if not, Chris Kelly is going to get you distribution. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to help. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm very ready to help. I'm very ready to see the film. So hopefully I'll get this you. This interview is far better than I thought it would, actually. This is right. fantastic. Excellent. Bro, this is Thanks, probably Grady. the best interview you're ever going to do. 
Mike and my lad. All right, Grady. We wish you nothing but well, the best. Congratulations. See you so much, Thank you, All right. Thanks, All right. Grady. Yeah, have fun. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You got five seconds. Sandor is proud to be a sponsor at the Sonoma International Film Festival. Thanks to SIF for 25 years of raising the bar and elevating new talent from around the world. Bringing people together through film, food, wine, and fun. That's our kind of festival. Cheers to a great year for independent cinema.